right, welcome everyone to the inaugural uh, episode of the Our Voice podcast. Uh, typically, we're going to be doing these with Sam Ronan, founder of Our Voice and uh, former DNC chair candidate. Uh, he's in some meetings tonight, but we figured we should uh, get something out to you guys, uh, considering how much is going on in the world right now. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Chief of Staff for the Our Voice organization, Adrian Higgins. Hello. So basically what we uh, are envision right now for the Our Voice podcast is uh, it's going to be a weekly, probably being released on Saturday, uh, news and opinion show. We're going to give you kind of a brief rundown of the uh, biggest news stories of the week, and we're going to get Sam's opinion. In addition, we're going to feature a rotating cast of the Our Voice uh, leadership team, uh, which is a very uh, diverse group with very diverse opinions on these uh, issues. So it should make for some very interesting conversations. So uh, disastrous news out of Syria today. Uh, Not that there's ever really good news out of Syria these days, but... uh, Last night, President Trump launched uh, an attack on a Syrian Air Force base. Washington Post reports, the U.S. military launched 59 cruise missiles at a Syrian military airfield late uh, in the first direct American assault on the government of President Bashar al-Assad since the country's civil war began nearly six years ago. The operation, which the Trump administration authorized in retaliation for a chemical attack, killing scores of civilians this week, dramatically expands U.S. military involvement in Syria and exposes the United States to a heightened risk of direct confrontation with Russia and Iran, uh, both of which are backing Assad in his attempt to crush his opposition. Syria and Russia swiftly denounced the attack, launched before dawn Friday from the U.S. ships in the eastern uh, Mediterranean. Assad called the missile strikes an unjust and arrogant aggression, and Syrian officials said that they would hamper the country's ability to fight militant groups, uh, Syria's state news agency reported. So, um, already I kind of disagree with the framing of this article, because it totally leaves out the fact that we don't have any evidence right now as to who actually carried out these chemical attacks. Um, the only evidence that they seem to be going on right now is that... Uh, top intelligence officials within the government are saying that they witnessed on radar Assad's planes coming in and dropping the bombs, uh, leaving out the fact that radar doesn't actually detect what was inside of the bombs and the fact that they uh, may not have been chemical weapons at all. And that uh, what uh, Russia said in a statement earlier was that Syrian uh, Air Force was bombing rebel groups, uh, plants in that area who are manufacturing chemical weapons. And it's very possible that the chemical weapons were set off in the air raid. So, you know, we don't really know, but we rushed to judgment in 10 seconds and decided to go in and bomb them. So it's a severe escalation, as the Post does, you know, rightfully point out. And it seems like we're going to be very heavily involved in Syria for the foreseeable future. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, what are, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the whole situation, how it's unfolding and how quickly it's unfolding? Yeah, I read that statement, too, from Russia, where they said it was uh, they were attacking al-Nusra and al-Nusra was making the chemical weapons. And allegedly the um, the chemical weapons could have come from that bombing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think we should have done a third party U.N. investigation or at least an NGO investigation and gotten clear evidence as to who carried out the attack before we retaliated. I mean, first of all, why is it our responsibility to retaliate here? Because we weren't attacked. (laughs) Nobody's threatening us directly yeah. in Syria, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And not that to say I don't feel bad about what happened to those people, but I mean, is, is bombing their country going to help? No, and, and it's so hypocritical because there's so many human, right viol- human rights violations in the world that we just totally turn our backs to. I mean, look at what happened. Look at what's happening right now in Saudi Arabia or in uh, Yemen, rather. Yemen, yeah. With, with you know, yeah. the Saudis just totally ravaging that country with cluster bombs that we sold them, you know, which, right. were, which are illegal uh, under the Geneva Convention. But we sell it to the Saudis and they use it on the uh, people of Yemen and... You don't hear anyone on MSNBC or CNN or Fox News talking about that. I haven't heard one mention of that. Yeah, I don't. I never. I didn't hear Obama say uh, we cluster bombed some folks. No, I yeah, didn't hear no, him say not that. at all. But there's these, you know, crocodile tears over the seer, and I, and I don't say that to admit. I mean, it's a horrible tragedy, and I really want a thorough investigation to find out who actually perpetrated this chemical attack. We Definitely. don't know right now. I mean, it, the 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 most important thing I think about this story is it makes zero sense right now for Assad to to do that because he's right. winning and you know he's 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 beating back the rebels. And I believe today they were supposed to the EU is supposed to meet to discuss a like a peace agreement. What benefit uh, would it be to Assad to to attack his people with chemical weapons? I mean. He's destroying his own infrastructure. He'd be attacking, you know, his, some of his own civilians. And he would piss off nearly everybody who's allied with him or sympathetic to his cause, at least right now. But, you, but yeah. you're not hearing any of that in the news media because the news media doesn't report anything truthful about Syria. They don't report the fact that that Assad is fighting, you know, remnants of Al Qaeda, you know, disguised as Al Nusra and these rebel groups. Yep. They make it sound like they're like these moderate freedom fighters. Right. Yeah. Which, Even though they're trying to overthrow a government. Yeah, I mean, which is insane. It's like, <laughs> can I ask you this? I mean, what does it say about our ethics here? If if we say that you hurt, you know, you're bombing, you're chemical using chemical weapons and killing innocent people, therefore we got to bomb you, then by our ethics, wouldn't it be okay for the Iraqi government to then bomb our military bases because we bombed their hospitals? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, how yeah. is that okay? <laughs> I mean, last week alone, Trump in, in, in an airstrike killed 200 civilians. Right, right. In, in Syria. But that's more than the chemical that's attack. That's more than the goddamn chemical that's attack. Double. That's double. That's <laughs> double. But mean, no, I'm but no, but, but because okay. it's with chemicals, it, it, it's 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 heinous and horrendous and cannot be tolerated. And we need to go to war with them basically to make up for it. But we can just kill two hundred <laughs> civilians and so oops, you know, sorry, <laughs> casualties yeah. of war. Like what the? F- it's just we, it's we, outrageous. No, it is outrageous, and our priorities are just so backwards. Um, so I have some responses here uh, from <laughs> Republicans and Democrats. Uh, if you were hoping for the Democrats to have a reasonable and measured response to this, uh, keep hoping because what, uh, they, what the Democrats aren't looking for evidence <laughs> like they did with it, the whole hard to believe. Collusion? Hard to believe. I know. Oh, I, well, I, <laughs> I don't have any of those printed, but I actually saw some real. Uh, interesting mental gymnastics trying to somehow tie this back to Trump uh, Russia you know that whole that whole nonsense story trying well, to say that he is, trying to say that this was all an orchestration so that he looked like he wasn't Putin's puppet so that tr- right it, it, these people are just clinging to any hope that they have at this point to, to, to you know cling to that narrative okay so uh, this is from a Vox article uh, serious strike reactions, what top Republicans and Democrats in Congress are saying. 
Republicans generally were quick to speak out in support of the president's action. No surprise. Uh, Senators John McCain and Lindsey Graham, leaders of the GOP's interventionist wing, who have long pushed for greater U.S. military action against the Syrian regime uh, and who have been harsh critics of Trump, praised the move in a joint statement. Unlike the previous administration, President Trump confronted a pivotal moment in Syria and took action. For that, he deserves the support of the American people, McCain and Graham said. Senator Marco Rubio, uh, who is also one of the more hawkish Republicans in Congress, similarly praised the strikes. Uh, President Trump has made it clear to Assad and those that empower him uh, that the days of committing war crimes with impunity are over, he said. He also called for a comprehensive strategy going forward. Uh, Interestingly, though, Senator Ted Cruz declined to praise Trump's action, instead speaking generally about the situation in Syria and asserting that any military action there must be justified as protecting the vital national security interests of America. He continued, I look forward to our commander in chief making the case to Congress and the American people uh, how we should do so in the days ahead. So that's actually a fairly measured response from a usually moronic (laughs) senator. Um, he's he's hit or miss sometimes. Like the, <laughs> there's been a handful of issues that he's been good on, you know, like yeah. security. I'm not not security. I'm sorry, privacy. Yeah, privacy well, issues. He's usually pretty good on. And he voted with Bernie on the drug bill, so I really can't, yes. you know, fault him on that particular issue. He's a little bit better than a broken clock, but not yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he right also might be the Zodiac day. killer, but you know, I won't hold that against <laughs> him as long as he helps us get some uh, cheaper drugs from Canada. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's go through. Uh, I have one other Republican response here. Senator Rand Paul, with uh, maybe one of the best responses to this whole situation, uh, tweeted out, the president needs congressional authorization for military action as required by the Constitution. Our prior interventions in this region have done nothing to make us safer, and Syria will be no different. Uh, so he's, you know, breaking with the orthodoxy on that. And uh, he usually is very good about uh, issues of, of intervention and he has a very non-interventionist uh, point of view um, you know we, we expected that from the Republicans uh, we expected yeah. them to <laughs> to largely praise anything that you know fuels a military industrial complex and gives money to their donors and Raytheon and Boeing and Brumman. Yeah. yeah so well. but now let's see what the opposition party has to say because I'm sure I'm sure the Democrats are, are really vehemently anti-war and want to make sure that, uh, you know, we get all the evidence in before we uh, rush to judgment, you know, because it worked out so well for us last time. Yeah, it uh, just feels like deja vu, you know, to be honest does, with you. I mean, Nikki Haley the other day, you know, using pictures of dead children as props in front of the U.N. Security Council. And a day later, two days later, we're, you know, basically at war with Syria. So... Uh, Where we killed nine civilians, by the way, in, yeah. in Trump's bombing. I, I, and a I few of them were children. Yes, there was like six children or four children I'm in the attack. looking at right now. Four children, nine civilians, four children. I'm not saying that's, you know, I mean, that's horrible. No, it's, it really it's is. Horrible. That's horrible. And, and you know, civilians live with their with their spouses on military bases. Right. That was my whole point when people were saying, oh, well, we just attacked mil- yeah, army bases. Uh, I'm like, just, hello. Any... Uh, uh, Seemingly, uh, neoliberals will do any kind of mental gymnastics they can to justify their... And, and we, there's a very good reason that neoliberals are trying to do mental gymnastics to side with Trump on this, which we'll get to later uh, in this story. But uh, okay. it won't surprise you. Let's put it that way. All right, so let's... <laughs> on that note, let's see some of the Democratic responses. 
Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer released a statement. Uh, so he's a leader of the Democrats. So you expect him to, you know, be leading the opposition and leading the call to uh, investigate this matter further before we just go to war with Syria. U.S. Senator Charles E. Schumer today released the uh, below statement following the U.S. military strike in Syria in retaliation of the recent chemical weapon attack. Making sure Assad knows that uh, when he commits such despicable atrocities, he will pay a price is the right thing to do. It is incumbent on the Trump administration to come up with a strategy and consult with Congress before implementing it. I salute the professionalism and the skill of our armed forces who took action today. So, Chuck Schumer, worthless as usual. <laughs> Senator Elizabeth Warren, you know, the uh, one of the few progressives in the uh, Senate, apparently. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Senator Elizabeth Warren said in a statement today that the Syrian regime must be held accountable for its horrific act, but also said that Trump should have sought congressional approval. We should not escalate this conflict without clear goals and a plan to achieve them. So not we shouldn't, you know, have a conflict in Syria at all or we should investigate who actually perpetrated the attack. But no, Assad did it. And we should talk about how best to escalate the conflict is what I gather from her statement. <laughs> Pretty much. Basically, they don't like their power not, you know, being challenged. You know, like that seems to be the big thing about the Democrats. Is they're like, well, we didn't have a say. That's the big problem. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. You did this without consulting us. Well, so that's another that's another uh, neoliberal talking point I'm seeing on on Twitter today is that they're they're foaming at the mouth trying to connect this to Putin and Russia. They're like, oh, my God. Well, President Trump informed Russia, but he didn't inform Congress. Yeah, stupid. That's because they're in the region and you're obligated to inform any allied troops. They're still our allies, believe it or not, even though, you, you know, we're trying to ramp up World War Three with them. Uh, you're supposed to alert any allied troops prior to any kind of military airstrike so that they can get their people out of there. That's right. standard procedure for every country. It's like... But I mean, that's probably why there were so few casualties, yeah. which is the one good thing I can say about these freaking strikes is that it's less than you can count on, you know, two hands. But yeah, no, still, I, it's too many. You know, honestly, yes. I mean, I, I am totally against this raid in general until we find out who caused it. But I'd be OK if it only took out, you know, some some air like some of their air force and didn't take out any actual, you know, it didn't cause Brilliant. any casualties. Yeah. Yeah. No, even if it didn't, no, I, I would be happy if it if it just took out their planes and didn't. Uh, right. Causing any casualties, but that that can't happen when you shoot fucking sixty mil missiles at, at an air force base. That's Insane. not that's not super. By the way, super ineffective because they were apparently launching air raids out of that air force base today. So that's what the Russians are saying. Yeah, yeah. great job. They're also kind of saying they're going to go after Israel now. <sighs> so glad we got involved with this this mess. I'm so glad. Um. Okay, so uh, as for an awesome Democratic response, and maybe the only good response from the Democrats, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I'm going to read her statement in full because I thought it was really kind of got to the, uh, got to yeah, the heart of the great. issue. It angers and saddens me that President Trump has taken the advice of war hawks and escalated our illegal regime change war to overthrow the Syrian government. This escalation is uh, short-sighted and will lead to more dead civilians, more refugees, the strengthening of al-Qaeda and other terrorists, uh, and a possible nuclear war between the United States and Russia. 
This administration has acted recklessly without care or consideration for the dire consequences of the United States' attack on Syria without waiting for the collection of evidence from the scene of the chemical poisoning. Seems pretty logical. Very reasonable. Yeah. If President Assad is indeed guilty of this uh, horrible chemical attack on the innocent civilians, I will be the first to call for his prosecution and execution by the International Criminal Court. However, because of our attack on Syria, this investigation may now not even be possible. And without such evidence, a successful prosecution will be much harder. Yeah, that's... Uh, why yep. Why every Democrat isn't saying that is, is, is baffling to me. Because that seems right. to be the only reasonable response to the situation. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton's response. You know, oh, she was all for it. We're getting she there. She was all for it. I got that. Don't worry. Oh, you do? Oh, okay, yeah. great. Th- this is what I'm talking about with the mental. Why I think a lot of neoliberals on Twitter are doing mental gymnastics to justify their support of this attack. It's very confusing t- when you have no morals and you just, you know, go with whatever the establishment tells you. Uh, when things happen and you're like, hmm, I, I, I don't think this is a good thing, but. You know, our, our, our leader is telling us this is a good thing. So uh, I guess I have to go along with it. Well, they also, you know, to be fair, they also pulled on people's heartstrings by showing them tons of pictures of dead children. Oh, yeah. I didn't see those kind of pops. pictures. Did you see those kind of pictures when the, our, we bombed the hospital in Iraq recently? No, I didn't see them at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see that. I haven't seen any of the, uh, the, the thousands of civilians that have been killed in Yemen. I haven't seen any of those, the pictures of their dead children. It, it's funny. No, Nikki it's, Haley didn't bring those to the no, UN, did no. she? Must have been another briefcase. She just, she just brought huh. the uh, Syria briefcase. Yeah. And, you know, some uh, what was his name? Senator Chris Murphy said, you know, how come you guys, if you guys are so upset about dead children, how come you didn't do take more action for Sandy Hook? Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting response. That is a good response. He, he's Chris Murphy's he's interesting. Pre, pretty good sometimes. Uh, yeah. You know, I, he could be a little bit better on economic issues, but I, I, I more or less think he's. He's he's a small he's a small time senator, but I, I think he's more or less on on the right side most of the time. Yeah, I, I I'm I like him too. Um, all right. So speaking of uh, Hillary Clinton, in her first interview since her stunning president, uh, this is an article from um, Reuters, by the way. In her first article since uh, her stunning presidential election defeat by Republican rival Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton on Thursday called for the United States to bomb Syrian airfields. Clinton, in an interview at the uh, Women in the World Summit in New York, also called the Russian interference in the two, uh, 2016 presidential election a theft more damaging than Watergate. Uh, asked whether or not she now believes that failing to take a tougher stand against Syria was her worst foreign policy mistake as Secretary of State under President Barack Obama, Clinton said she favored more aggressive action against Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. Uh, I think we should have been more willing to confront Assad, Clinton said in the interview conducted by New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. I really believe we should have uh, we should have and still should take out his airfields and prevent him from being able to use the uh, use them to bomb innocent people and drop sarin gas on them. Clinton noted that she had advocated for a no fly zone in Syria after leaving government, something that Obama opposed. Also something that she admitted would kill thousands of civilians and it is totally unenforceable so i'm i'm real glad she you know uh called off the Came search out for, of the woods yeah called off the search for bigfoot to uh come and warmonger didn't yeah come, you know didn't come to to speak out in favor of uh 515 or universal health care but no she just came out you know she came out to advocate for more fucking war that's that's all she knows that's the verb that that's the verbiage that she speaks is 
what can I do to appear more hawkish so I appear tough? Like that that seems to be her MO for yeah. 20 years. I mean, that's that's all I ever see out of her. It, it must be something with her donors because, I mean, she we, we know she's getting money from the oil industry. That we know for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Gas industry. <laughs> fracking she's is getting money from Boeing. Future. You oh. know, so, I mean, that's got I, I, I don't understand where she's coming from with the whole war thing. You, so, know? you know, I really to, to all the idiots who who said, oh, well, there was a very clear choice in this election. Really? I'm sorry. Was there a candidate that was running that a major candidate that was running that was opposed to war in Syria or that was opposed to more interventions? Was there a candidate that was running that was opposed to fracking? I didn't see one. You wonder no. you wonder why people didn't fucking get enthused and come out and vote for her. I mean, this is the garbage. She's still doing it. She lost to yeah. the worst goddamn candidate in the history of elections, and she's still doing it. It's unbelievable. And she's agreeing with him. She's agreeing with him. Yeah, yeah. The only difference between Clinton and Trump, I think, would have been it would have been Garland instead of Gorsuch. Yeah. You know, both of whom would have uh, Gar- Garland actually voted for Citizens United. You know, when it was in the lower court. So real great choice that would have been for the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, it, he he's definitely better than Gorsuch because sure, Gorsuch yeah. is like a, a he's like maniac. another Clarence. Well, you know, what? we're getting off topic, right? No, we're supposed to talk about this later. But no, but this just it just speaks to the fact that why we're in the situation we're in right now is because the Democrats, you know, kneecapped an actual progressive in this race to push their corporate candidate who would have done the same shit that Trump is doing right now in the Middle East. And that's why all these neoliberals are doing these mental gymnastics to justify uh, supporting this action. And it, it's heinous. It's like, it is. It, it's, it's unbelievable to me. And as if, you know, as if we didn't learn from last time that bombs don't uh, bring peace. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's crazy, crazy concept. I know, but we couldn't build hospitals. We couldn't send hospitals and aid and schools and, you know, education, healthcare, something like that. No, we have no. to send bombs. We have to That's send bombs and, and overthrow democratically elected, you know, uh, leaders of, of countries. And, 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 and s- what do they think is going to happen if we get rid of Assad? You know what's going to happen? Well, it's going to be a power vacuum and jihadis are going to fill it. It's not going to be. For sure. But that's what our government wants. They love hardcore right wing like extremist jihadist governments too. like it's Saudi insane. Arabia and Qatar and, you know, Bahrain. They love these governments. Oh, they sure. love these right winger. <laughs> They get you know, so much money from these, from these, uh, from Qatar. And it's, yep. it's unbelievable in Saudi Arabia. So they want another Saudi Arabia, basically. <sighs> you know, they want another. I mean, not like Syria has the kind of money that Saudi Arabia has, no, but, but still. But we just, they, we yeah. just did this. We just did this in Iraq, and 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 everyone seems to have forgotten the messages that they claim to have learned from Iraq. Hillary and Clinton. They also for, yeah, and they also forget that the me- the Western media completely lied about Iraq, Afghanistan. And guess what? Also, let's go back to Vietnam. How about oh, Vietnam? Yeah, Gulf of Tonkin. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on. But they look at us like we're, we're like we're loons and we're conspiracy theorists when we're saying, hmm, <laughs> maybe we're not being told the full story about what's going on right now. Maybe we shouldn't escalate to a war that could bring us into conflict with Russia and Iran, two nuclear powers, and maybe bring us on, you know, the doorstep of World War Three over something that we weren't even involved in and we don't even know if Assad had any part in other than bombing, you know, an, an area that he thought to be a rebel stronghold. It, it's just... Right. It, <laughs> I mean, I agree with what Tulsi said because basically if we would have done an investigation, then we would have had the moral high ground 
and we could have proven that Assad did something. We could have taken him to like, in, you know, yeah. we could have enforced international, international law. Court. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like what exactly. we're supposed to do under the Geneva Convention. I mean, it's just we just we pretend like we care about all these documents, all these important documents like the Geneva Convention and the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. But these politicians just wipe their ass with all these documents when it comes time right. to you know, line their pockets with defense contractor money. Yeah. Yeah. They were just so eager to release 60 bombs, you know, yeah, not know. one, <laughs> 60. Because we got to bomb some folks just unbelievable it is well um you know the first episode we wanted this to just be a little bit of an introduction to what we're doing what we're going to do here at the our voice podcast um future episodes we're going to have sam on uh to get his opinion although if you want his opinion on this situation uh you can go to sam's facebook uh or i believe he also posted on uh his youtube channel a video response to the situation in Syria and to the Gorsuch nomination or the confirmation rather of Gorsuch. So, um, yeah, that, that about does it for this week. And, um, next week we'll be back with Sam, who's going to explain, uh, what our voice actually is a little bit of his vision for what the organization's going to do going forward. And we will talk about the news of the week, including this, uh, very interesting development in the, in Trump's inner circle with Steve Bannon and Ryan's previous possibly getting ousted. Uh, so that's Did you see on Twitter just now there's a hashtag. The number one trending hashtag is fire Kushner. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the, this is a very interesting situation that's still unfolding. So we're going to unpack that next week. Um, but yeah, join us uh, hopefully Saturday uh, for the proper first episode of the Our Voice podcast. Yeah.